to Overcoming Financial Stress with the Saver and the Spender. I'm your host and the spender, Michael Dickey. At Fiscal Fitness Phoenix, we are the worldwide leaders in reducing financial stress. And our mission is that everyone, from the person that is overwhelmed with their finances and in debt up to their eyeballs, to the person that makes good money, has amazing goals, and wants to achieve financial independence, finally to the person that feels a calling to help others by becoming a financial coach, learn how to take the stress out of money. Before we actually get into today's episode, I wanted to uh, give you a quick reminder about something coming up that will help thousands and thousands of more people become stress-free with their money, or at least stress less about their money, and that's by you becoming a financial coach. Uh, Coming up in September of 2018, it is now July 19th, 2018, is our next and most recent live version of Financial Coach Academy. If you have dreamed of helping people with their finances, I'd like to invite you to come to financialcoachacademy.com or to our Facebook group, Financial Coaches Unite, where we talk all things financial coaching. In this live 10-week online program, we take you from uh, zero to a fully functioning financial coaching business where you can start seeing clients uh, right away. Um, so if that's something you're interested in, um, you know, I'd, I'd really recommend that you go to financialcoachacademy.com and check, check that out, see if it is right for you. Not only are you going to get 10 different lessons on everything financial coaching from marketing to business to strategizing to client issues to back office stuff, everything that you need to get your financial coaching business started, but you also get myself and Kelsa and Jill and Sherry, all of our staff here at Fiscal Fitness Phoenix, coaching you, mentoring you, holding you accountable, uh, you know, holding your hand, giving you tough love into really creating that uh, financial coaching business that you really have dreamed about for so long and have a passion for. So hopefully we'll see you at the Financial Coach Academy live 2018 September. Uh, the first date starts September, September 5th. We only allow 20 people in, so get your registration in now. In today's episode, I'm going to let Jill Emanuel, our lead financial coach at Fiscal Fitness Phoenix, Phoenix talk about some hugely valuable tips on how to take a summer family vacation on the cheap. What are some things you can do when you don't have a lot of money, but you want that relaxation, that family time, that very valuable family time that we all need, or that that self-alone time that we all need. How to make the most out of those vacations, how to make the most out of those trips, so that you can stretch that dollar the farthest, because let's be honest, we all need these vacations, but but uh, we, we don't have... Uh, bottomless pockets to really spend on the things that we we feel like we need to do with our family. So without further ado, I will let Jill take it away and uh, and share her brilliant knowledge with you. Jill. Hello and welcome to Overcoming Financial Stress with the Saver and the Spender. My name is Jill Emanuel. I'm a financial coach with Fiscal Fitness Phoenix. And today I'm coming to you talking about inexpensive vacation options. So we are just beginning summer, getting things kicked off, and I think vacation is on everyone's brain right now. Either you already have your trips planned, or maybe you are looking for some additional things that you can do this summer to make it more entertaining, or you're kind of regretting that you don't have any big plans for this summer, but you would love to have something planned for next year so that you have something exciting to do. And so I want to go over talking about some alternative options to a traditional vacation where you can still enjoy yourself, 
get some R&R, step back from the stress of life and create some great memories while still sticking to your budget. So maybe you are someone who feels like money's really tight right now. And so factoring in a vacation just isn't an option. If that's the case, then don't worry. I've got you covered. We've got some really inexpensive options and things here. But even if it's not for right now, this is just to get you thinking about what could you be doing in six months or next summer for very inexpensive so that you can start to plan now and even put away $25 or $30 a month. It will allow you to have some sort of vacation for next summer. Maybe you have some money that you could be putting to vacation, but you're working towards another really big financial goal. Maybe you're trying to pay off debt. Maybe you're trying to save for a down payment on your house or to pay off your car. Maybe you are on the road to financial independence and you really just don't want to detract from that and have any other expenses. I still think there are ways that you can take a vacation, take some time for yourself and not really derail your other goals by doing some of these strategies or being a little bit creative. And then maybe you're someone that has a really great vacation budget. Maybe you've got plenty that you've been putting away, that it's not a big issue for you to take some of that time and travel, but you might be someone that just wants to be able to do more, make those dollars stretch, see that you're able to enjoy more vacation time or taking more trips or that you have more cushion in the budget. And so I think these ideas are going to apply for you as well. So really, we, we need to you know, look at vacation as more than just an expense or as something that we come back from and feel that we're in debt and we have to feel guilty about it. I really work with clients and I want you to understand that going on a vacation is something that's extremely valuable for your mental health. It really lets you rest and recharge and rejuvenate so that you're ready to come back and tackle life again. And so it's important that we do factor that in, but you can do so on a very small budget. And and I really think that's important for people to realize is that it doesn't have to be this really big extravagant trip every time where you come back feeling more stressed than when you left because you spent a bunch of money that you didn't really have or, or that you went on this big, you know, extravagant trip and it was great and you had the money for it, but it's only once a year. Like I want you to be able to find opportunities to relax and to enjoy yourself more often and be able to recharge more frequently. And some of these ideas are ways that you can do that and factor it into your existing budget to get more out of those dollars or to start to add something in very inexpensively so that you actually can finally take a break if you haven't been doing that. So I've got a few different things that I want to cover here and um, we'll just kind of go through them one by one. So The first idea that I would suggest for anyone that wants to have frequent getaways, right? This can be something that is local to you. It can be in a nearby town or city, or it can be within driving distance, okay? So I want you to think about what are the things around you that you would really enjoy to do? So either if it's you and your partner, spouse, or you and your family, something that you can do with, you know, one of your loved ones to kind of get away, have some enjoyment. And this is thinking about, you know, 
getting an annual pass of some sort, right? So if there is an amusement park that's near you, somewhere that you, you know, know that you could go and spend a couple of days and have fun and just get away from life and work, or if there's a water park that's near you that you know you're home all summer with the kids and it would be so fun to get out to the water park, if there is a big sports team somewhere near you that you would love to be able to go and watch the sporting events or go to a museum or theater. Think about the different types of entertainment that are near or around you within driving distance. And then I want you to start researching what the costs are of those annual passes. Okay. Because oftentimes you can create multiple vacations throughout the year centered around these annual passes that can be a fraction of the price that they would be if you were buying them individually. Okay. So for instance, we live in Arizona. We're close by to California. And so we last year bought annual passes to Universal Studios. Okay. So again, we are looking for options that are something that you would love to do, can be entertaining. You could go and enjoy multiple times. We looked into Disney and we weren't quite ready to take the plunge on the annual passes on those. They're quite, you know, a lot more expensive, but there are definitely friends of ours and other clients and people, you know, that are in the area that buy annual passes and they go frequently to Disneyland. And so if you're in that area or you've got it in your budget, that's a great option because it's something that you can do over and over again and have new and fun memories every time that you go. And so for us, we looked at, you know, what was the most cost effective for us that we could get three vacations out of. We wanted something for fall break, spring break, and over the summer, right? And so we ended up deciding on Universal Studios because our boys are about the right age for that. And they had a lot of things that they were entertained by. But the cost of those tickets was about $500. And we were able to go on three vacations for that. So just think about that. Break it down a little bit. We're looking at like $175 for each vacation, which is minimal for a family of four. I mean, you can spend that like going to dinner in a movie, right? So look for these options. If you have a Great Wolf Lodge near you, or if you have a Six Flags or something like that, there's tons of different options all across the U.S. of really fun things that you could do with your partner, with your family to get out of town or to even be in town still, right? But to do something different and you can get it at a fraction of the price when you buy the annual pass. So make sure it's something you would enjoy doing multiple times and that you can see yourself fashioning a vacation or a long weekend around that event to kind of push you into knowing that you're actually going to use it more than once, right? So these are really great options, super fun to be able to do. And then every year you could pick a different one and just change it. So you could have one year where it is Universal Studios and one year where it's Legoland and one year where it's, you know, something else. So just kind of look for those different options and then see how you might be able to plan some vacations around it for the year. All right. So another idea that I would suggest is a staycation. So again, this kind of goes hand in hand with the one that I was just talking about is that you don't always have to be looking for something that's outside of your own city, but it's fun to get outside of your own house. <laughs> okay. So it is really great just to step out the door of your house, lock it up, know that you are gone for the weekend or for the week. And even if you're in your own city, 
it feels fantastic to not have to think about doing laundry or cleaning the house or what other tasks and chores need to be done. There's something very different around the energy and the dynamic of just being outside of your own home. So I would suggest trying to see if there is something right in your neighborhood, right, that you can get away to and just relax and indulge. So this could be looking for a hotel or a resort that you can go stay at just even for a weekend. One or two nights is really all you need just to recharge, feel energized, have a little bit of excitement and fun just to change things up. So it's so important to get to factor those in. So once or twice a year, our family, we really love to get away for a staycation, go stay at a fun resort, lounge by the pool and just treat ourselves like we are on a really big exotic vacation, even though we're only like 30 minutes from home, but it still feels very different. And it's a wonderful way to recharge and do so very inexpensively. There's no flights involved. There's no like taxis or air, you know, parking fees or any of those other things that usually come into doing a big trip. And it's very easy to do so for just a short little stay, just to get away. So like I said, you can keep the costs low. You can always look for different deals for just a weekend. So you don't have to be so dependent upon when you can actually travel. You can be more flexible about finding a really great price for when you're going to be able to take advantage of that. Now, Maybe you are not going to stay at a resort, but you could also look for Airbnbs to stay in. So this can also be a really fun way just to treat yourself and indulge and do something different. We love staying at Airbnbs when we travel. Probably 50% of the time we're staying in an Airbnb, which if you have not used that yet, it is renting a home or an apartment or condo that you get to stay in. And the prices are amazing, amazing. You can have a whole home for the price that you could typically stay in a hotel. So it's fantastic for people with families or people traveling with their friends. So I would definitely suggest researching that and looking into it even for your staycation. Maybe you have a group of friends that you would just love to get out of the house and it would be great to stay in some beautiful home. And if you all pitched in for it, you could probably stay for $100 or $150 for the night and maybe stay at some amazing, beautiful house that you would never get to stay in otherwise, right? So get creative. Look for fun things that you can do just to mix things up, but also stick to the budget. All right. Another idea that I'm going to suggest is to try to go camping or glamping. <laughs> so I am a camper. I grew up camping. I grew up in South Dakota. It was really fun for us to just, you know, go out into the country or into the forest and throw up a tent. So we, we grew up doing that all the time. My husband, on the other hand, never had gone camping in his life until he came with me in his late 30s. So <laughs> he is not a camper. I think either you're born with it or you're not. So he prefers glamping. And this year, instead of going camping, we are renting cabins just for his comfort. So he will be much more excited to go on these trips. But I want to talk about these as an option because it is a fantastic way to get away from life, to really unplug and recharge, and to do so at such a reasonable price, you guys. I mean, this is a fantastic, fantastic option for anyone who really does want 
to travel or do a vacation, but doesn't have a long or large budget to do so with, right? So camping, a lot of people will get overwhelmed thinking about camping and, you know, you need a lot of supplies, obviously camping, you can't just show up with nothing. So if you're someone that doesn't have a lot of camping supplies, you know, post to Facebook, call your friends, talk to your coworkers, see who has tents and sleeping bags and things that you might be able to borrow because chances are that those people aren't using them all that frequently either. And so most people are more than willing to share those types of things. I know when we went camping last year, we borrowed everything that we needed from friends. We got fishing poles and tackle and tents and sleeping bags and air mattresses. Everyone kind of banded together to, you know, loan us their different things. And we had a fantastic time and had everything that we needed without spending more than maybe $40 on a few miscellaneous things that we still wanted for the trip. So it's definitely a great chance for you to get out of town, to do something a little bit different, and you can do so really inexpensively. You know, staying on a campsite can be, you know, $25. So it can be really inexpensive. So a great opportunity to get out of the city, to get out of the normal flow of life, and to just really unplug and recharge. The other option that I was suggesting was glamping, which is what we're calling renting a cabin. Um, and we do this through Airbnb. So I was suggesting that earlier as a great option. Really, truly, I love Airbnb. Research it, hop on, search for the areas that you might want to go. I know when I was searching for our trips that we're taking this summer, I was seeing places from as little as $50 a night up to $500 a night. There's everything in between. There's small little rustic cabins. There's giant, beautiful mansion cabins. I mean, they're not a cabin to me. They're twice as big as my own home, but there is just everything, all ranges of it. So whatever you're looking for, whether it's just for you, whether it's for you and a friend or a spouse, or if it's for a huge group of people, a family reunion, a giant group of friends, you will be able to find something that could accommodate any of those situations and still be on a great budget. So I know we've got two trips planned. We're going up into the mountains, getting out of the city, and we're doing so for about $900 for this entire summer for those two trips, which is amazing. And I mean, we did not choose the lowest on, <laughs> on the scale of options. So we probably could have done it for half of that if we really wanted to. So think about that. Two vacations for four or $500. Um, very, very doable. And even if you just wanted one out of the city for a couple hundred dollars, you can get out of the city, rent a cabin, be out in the woods, um, just get away from everything. What I really love about camping or renting a cabin is that there's just not a lot of other expenses that go with that, right? You pack your own food. So you probably aren't spending a lot more on groceries than what you would if you were at home. The entertainment is nature, right? So we don't have to spend a lot of money to do that. You can go camping and sit around the campfire, make s'mores, tell stories, laugh, relax. Um, we always try to pack some board games, a Frisbee, um, maybe cornhole or whatever other games that you have. Bring some cards or puzzles, some crafts for the kids. Um, so just really inexpensive entertainment, but it's so fun to get to do those things because you just don't really do it all that often when you're at home and you're in the grind of working and the routine of everything. So it's a really inexpensive way to get away and 
you know, just get to really unplug and relax and just reconnect with the people that are the most important to you. So we love doing that. And I would definitely suggest for anyone who remotely likes the outdoors that you research this as an option for one of your getaways. And then the last thing that I want to suggest for those of you who have credit card points, learn more about credit travel hacking, right? I really suggest taking advantage of those credit card points. Now, if you're someone that's in debt, this is probably not the best option for you. We got to like work on paying that off and that's a whole nother topic entirely. But for those of you who are really managing your credit cards well, let's learn to maximize those and try to take advantage of all of the points that you can earn. When we did that vacation last summer, we did three trips, right? How I talked about going to Universal Studios We stayed for free in hotels for all three of those trips because of our points that we earned through our Starwood account. So Starwood is a really giant conglomerate of many different hotels, but we have a American Express Starwood card. And so we try to use that throughout the year to earn hotel points. And so we usually get to stay for free when we're staying in a hotel because of the points that we earn on that. So it's a wonderful way for us to save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars throughout the course of the year when we travel because we get to you know, cash in those points and, and stay for free. So try to take advantage of that or look at the card that you currently have. See if you can cash in points to reimburse yourself for hotel stays or for flights. Definitely, if you are you know, really into travel hacking, if you've heard of the Chase Gauntlet, that's a great one to start researching. Just Google it. There's stuff all over. But it's a wonderful way to earn primo travel points and be able to get flights for free. Um, so you know, kind of research it and see what other things you can do to maximize being able to travel more without having to spend anything extra. There are so many different options. So I hope that this gave you some ideas, got your brain churning around the travel and the relaxation and the fun that you want to have this summer or next if we're planning ahead for next summer. Always be prepared. Always be putting some money away into your savings account every single month. That way you know that you have the money there when it's time to travel. It makes it so much less stressful and allows you to come home and feel really great about that time that you got away. So I wish you all the best summer. I would love to hear your vacations and your budget-friendly travel. So please post it to our Facebook page, Overcoming Financial Stress with the Saver and the Spender. And I will talk to you all next time. If you would like more information about our financial coaching programs or how we can help you take the stress out of money, please check out our website at www.fiscalfitnessphx.com. Please join our private Facebook group by searching Facebook for overcoming financial stress with the saver and the spender. And if you have a passion for personal finance and are interested in helping others take the stress out of money by becoming a financial coach, check out our financial coach training program at www.financialcoachacademy.com and join our free Facebook group by searching Facebook for Financial Coaches Unite. And we'll see you on the next episode of Overcoming Financial Stress with the Saver and the Spender, where we'll help the world take the stress out of money.